Hello everybody and welcome back to the escape pod. Thank you for escaping with us. Uh, that's Andrew and I'm Alex. And as always with great power comes great Barbenheimer ability. As you can see we are on theme. He is in a, I mean a theme. You're, I'm, I make nuclear bombs. You're making a nuclear bomb and I'm gay. Yep, that's about it. Uh, yeah, so everyone's been waiting for it. The Barbie Oppenheimer double feature weekend. Let me tell you. We're talking about both these movies. We have seen yep. both of these movies. We just came from Barbie. We saw Oppenheimer a couple days ago. Um, I have one thing to say before we get into these reviews. Holy crap, am I glad we didn't do the double feature. Yeah. After both movies, both movies, I walked out of it thinking, I don't want to watch another movie for a month. Yeah, I was kind of... Let alone both of those yeah, in one day. Yeah. Yeah, so if you... There's if, no good if, way to do it. If you did that, more power to you. I I'm glad you, soldier. Yeah, we... Yeah. The, the double feature sounds like my hell. Yeah. Not to say that the movies were bad, not to say that the movies were good. Just saying, I wouldn't want to do that. I really like Avengers Endgame. That movie is too long. So is Oppenheimer. Yeah. All right. What are we doing first? Are we doing I think Oppenheimer? We're, we're doing no, Barbie. I think we're doing Barbie first. We're doing Barbie first because we just came from it. We just, we just watched it. This yeah. is Thursday. This is July 20th. Yeah. So let's do it. Um, you want to count this down? Before we count this down, I want to say a statement. God, I hope it's rolling. Um, we have broken a rule. I know how Andrew feels about this movie. Um... Uh, but he, for large part, does not know how I feel about this movie. So, not only am I fearful for some reactions to his opinions, I'm fearful for his reaction to my opinion. You want to count it down? Three, two, one. one Nine out, out of ten. ten. I think it's my second favorite movie of the year. Okay. You can talk. I know why you hated it and everything. I just thought it was the most ridiculous thing in the world. And I just had a great time. I just had, a, like, the, the dance, all that, like, all that ridiculousness. I think that there's a lot of ridiculousness that I just liked watching. I think halfway through, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like this very much. And then, like, something happened and I was like, oh, this is just, this just, this is hilarious. And there's a lot of that movie that isn't, like made for me. So like, I'm not really going to think about it too much because it's not for me. Uh, but overall I thought, I thought it was a blast. Uh, it's going to run away with the Oscar for costume design. I don't think it'll win anything else, but, um, I just thought it was so ridiculous and over the top in every way. And I, I thought that was kind of fun. Alrighty. You have no interest. I'm going to talk about Oppenheimer now. You don't want to say anything. <clears throat> you don't want to even discuss. I mean, I think it's ridiculous, obviously, that you give it a nine out of ten, and that you, you're saying it's better than Guardians and it's better than John Wick Four. I, and it's well, I didn't than... see John Wick Four, but I definitely liked it better than Guardians and Mission Impossible. The only movie I think I liked more is so obviously I like Spider Verse more. I it's between this and Air and Talk to Me, like would be the three vying for that second place spot. Well, you do like Cars too. I just thought it was so fun. Yeah, so I, I wrote this down in my notes. I don't know if it's one of my talking points, but I said this movie is obviously for a very specific type of people. Exactly. I think the movie is... I don't think anyone expects this movie not to be divisive. I didn't think that's what it was going to be going I into I didn't think it, either. I didn't think that either. But anyone... I, I don't think that it's a surprise. Um and I have to be very careful with the way I talk about this movie mm -hmm. because I want to be understanding and loving. Um, and you have a penis. Yes. So I shouldn't talk uh, about this particular movie. Um, but no, I did write down that the only two groups of people that are going to like this movie or are people on one particular side of the political aisle. Mm -hmm. So that group of people and people with an unbelievably bad sense of humor and you definitely fall into the second category. <laughs> so I under, I understand you like you liking it. I did think it was very funny. 
I we did not sit with each other. No, we didn't. I, but we, we saw it together. We saw it in the same theater, but we purposely did not sit right next to each other. Yes. I heard you laughing at parts that made me roll my eyes. Yeah. There's a part where Ken just throws his cloak to another Ken and the Ken puts it on, not even funny in the slightest. You laughed out loud. No, that was funny. It's literally just a guy putting on a coat. The coat had horses on in the lining though. Just a coat. That's hysterical. Yeah, so there were like four times that you laughed, and I was like, that wasn't even a joke. No, there were there uh, were some good jokes in there. So There was a couple of Williamsburg bank buildings in there that right. I was the only person laughing in the theater. Yeah. Uh, no, so obviously saying it's better than those other movies is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I gave it a 1 out of 10. Obviously, uh, I want everyone to go watch it and, and enjoy it if that's their cup of tea. It is not my particular cup of tea. I'm going to try to be as respectful and understanding when I talk about this movie as possible. Um, but uh, I have never considered walking out of a movie before. I did today. Um, and I would also probably put it in my top three worst movies I've ever seen. What's uh, what's the other two in there? In while I was watching the movie, I was comparing it to like The Last Airbender. That's crazy. And, and Midsummer. Damn. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't think there's any way for me to dislike this movie and not have people on the internet extremely upset at me uh-huh. uh, because of the subject matter of this movie. Uh-huh. Um, so just for anyone wondering, it is very very feminist. Um, there is one villain in this movie, and the villain is just men. That's pretty clear. Different types of men, the patriarchy, which they say probably a hundred times in the movie, the word patriarchy. They do say it a lot. That's hyperbolic. Yep. Um, uh, and, um, you know, the CEOs are the villains, the kins, the the male Barbies or whatever, the male dolls are the, the villains. Mm-hmm. It's just all men. Mm-hmm. Fine, you want to make that point? Whatever. Uh, but because of that, that's what the movie is about. I don't think there's any way for me to dislike this movie without people on the internet telling me to shut up. I'm a straight white male. I shouldn't have an opinion about this. That's fine. If you want to call me a fragile male because I don't like this movie, that's fine. Um, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm not telling you to not like the movie. I'm not telling you to not go see it if that is your particular cup of tea. Um, I'm not saying you're fragile. If you can't accept that I might have a difference of opinion on this movie, I think that makes you more fragile than me. But this is just my opinion. Um, I have friends that like this movie. I am looking forward to talking to them about it and understanding more and, and whatever. Um, it's not even... The main reason I dislike things like this is because even if I disagree with it, I think that it is doing a disservice to their own message. Yes. I think there are ways to tackle conversations like this and topics like this that don't demonize an entire group of people and and are this divisive. I don't think anyone is going to go watch this movie that disagrees with that point of view and is going to come out of this movie like, oh, maybe I was wrong. No, you are only further ostracizing those people. The people, yeah, yes, I, yeah, I agree right. with that, yeah. Um, and if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Um, because you might say, well, they're all stupid anyways. We don't want them to agree with us. I think you're just doing a disservice to both men and women with this movie. Mm-hmm. That is my opinion. Um, Do you want to go into detail as to why? Or? I, I, I just think there are, again, ways of tackling conversations like this without pitting people against each other. Mm-hmm. You can. I like there being a problem. If you want to talk about things that women go through and things that have uh, historically women have gone through in the past and society and like expectations on women all of that stuff is true i'm not saying it doesn't exist but if you want to tackle it in a way where you are completely demonizing one group of people and doing it for a lack of a better word that obnoxiously i think again you're ostracizing more people than you are you're not bringing people together you are just creating more divisiveness i don't think if you believe that the world or the societal fabric or the relationships between men and women are going to be better after this movie. I just disagree. I don't think you're helping women appreciate men better. I don't think you're going to help men appreciate women better. Maybe in some ways. Um, that's just my opinion. I think it's teaching this entire movie is just pitting 
one group of people against another. And I don't care if you're right, left, men, man, woman, what the frick ever. I just normally don't like movies like that because I like a movie that takes a concept or an idea or something that we can all band together and fight together as opposed to taking a very real issue and making it this team versus this team. The, 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 I'm about to get emotional. The country is divided enough. And I, I think people who have messages of bringing people together and us fighting it with each other is way more impactful and helpful to both men and women and everyone across the board than just making fun of or pitting one group against another. Um, I mean, this was very clearly a political movie. It does not shy away from that. So it knows that it's going to piss a lot of people off. And again, I want to respect and love people that love this movie and have that particular set of viewpoints. I just think it would have been a lot better if you want to tackle a topic like that where we come together and, and, and find ways of agreeing and understanding and getting a base level of like, hey, we can fight this together and not be like, this entire group is the problem and let's give an entire movie and monologues and, and everything is wrong about them, but everything we do is perfect or great. And I know it doesn't do that and people are going to tear me apart. I'm fragile, blah, blah, blah. That's just my particular viewpoint on it. Um, yeah. I, uh, I thought that was very well said. Yeah. Um, I just, we, we spoke a little bit about it in the car. You brought up a She-Hulk. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's like a speech that she makes mm -hmm. to Bruce Banner mm -hmm. that you're not a big fan of mm -hmm. because Bruce has been through yeah. the worst. Yep. And it's so, how unfair yep. is it for her to have that conversation? And I've always said to you, I don't have a problem with that conversation because I'm not a woman. Right. I don't know what they go through. So when that scene happens, my thought isn't, but my thought also isn't, no, my thought is absent. You know, I don't take it into consideration at all. And you may think that's wrong yep. and a lot, you know, like you may disagree with that, but I don't like, I'm not going to pretend to understand that at all so i just kind of i almost ignore it um so there are conversations like that in this movie that you just kind of tuned out of because you just didn't right because i don't i don't get it like is she saying what what she's saying i'm not going to tell her she's wrong but i'm also not going to tell her she's right i've never experienced that and maybe that's my straight white male privilege and you know but i i just had a good time watching this movie i did my favorite parts though were the parts that shouldn't be my favorite parts according to this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the attractive females well everybody in this movie is gorgeous yeah. I, like there's not an ugly person in this movie yeah as an ugly person i felt misrepresented <laughs> <laughs> because god all everybody even like the whole shtick is like well this is the human world everything's worse every human in this movie america ferrer is the like main human and her daughter. And they are the most beautiful mother daughter I've yeah. seen on screen yeah. in the last 20 years. Right. Like it's just everybody in this movie is hot as f So that's something interesting. Um, but, but like, yeah, like there's, uh, we're not going to get into spoilers. I don't think we're going to get into spoilers with this no. movie at all. No. Uh, I will say I, this has been reported. So I do want to say this. There's a Snyder cut joke in this movie. Um, uh, and it, it very much goes to your point. Uh, uh, the Snyder Cut joke does not land. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Nobody in our la theater laughed. But, like, that is only going to piss people off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I'm I'm not a Snyder fanboy. I hate Man of Steel. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Right? I love the Snyder Cut. But, like, saying that joke, you're only just going to piss off Snyder fans on Twitter, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that only does a disservice to you. So in your argument, even though I loved the movie and you hated it, like in your argument, it's constantly doing things like that that are just to piss people off. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. And that's a poor decision in my opinion. Like whether I love a movie or hate a movie, I, if I made a movie, which I will never do, by the way, if I was to make a movie, I would not go out of my way to piss off anybody. Yeah. 
And this movie clearly is it, wanting to it, do that. It does. But again, we're not going to go into spoilers. My favorite parts were the parts where it's like, look at how bad this is. And I was like, this looks great. <laughs> <laughs> this looks great. This is, looks awesome. <laughs> it's the boys. Like, yeah, yeah. Horses? Yeah. Come on, I'm the horse guy. There's a lot of there's horses. There's like a whole shtick about horses. Yeah. And I was like, I love this. But there's like, there are scenes. There's an enormous, you see it in the trailer, so this isn't like a spoiler. There's an enormous Ken battle scene that looked like it was the most fun scene of all time to film yeah, yeah. where they are thro- they are attacking each other with lacrosse sticks yeah and then and it, like floaties and yes and frisbees and yeah. hitting each other in that at one point somebody's they got the bow and arrow but the bow and arrow is like a suction cup bow yeah. and arrow. it hits one of the humans and they're like oh my i'm gonna die <laughs> like hilarious and then that scene transitions and it becomes a choreographed dance yeah that's like the level of ridiculousness that yeah. I wanted for right. my Barbie movie. Yeah, and I was just totally out of it the whole time. Of, I was, like, yeah. I understand, but like, I, so I loved that because right. that's like, right, if you ditch, now 80% of this movie is political, whether you, yeah. whether you agree with it or not. Yeah. But for me, who I've always, whether I've agreed or some, with something or not, there are many, many movies and shows that I like that I d- disagree with politically, yeah. like strongly. And, 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 and I've always been able to just enjoy a movie for the movie. And I'm not saying that you're wrong in your scenario here, but so that's why I loved it so much. Cause I just thought of, I saw it and it's just this goofy, ridiculous over. The, I mean, Ryan Gosling is multiple songs in this movie. Like it's crazy. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like this movie's just, crazy so I, I loved it I really did um to should we move on or should I talk more no I want you to talk more okay <laughs> um yeah so, so back to the She-Hulk thing yeah so I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before but like that the little speech because you just said right you don't understand because you're male I totally agree. There are going to be things that I do not understand about the female experience, and mm-hmm. I will never claim that they shouldn't talk about it, mm-hmm. or that I am underst- that I understand, or that they're stupid for for having a different experience than mm-hmm. me. That is not what I'm saying. That, but for, as an example, She-Hulk covers that topic in almost every episode. Almost every single male in that show is an idiot or a bad person. Almost every single one, except Wong. Basically, I haven't finished the show, but Daredevil's pretty dope. Right, I haven't gotten to that yet. Mark Ruffalo's dope. Oh, but you're saying because she's yelling at him. Well, no, like everyone she works with, every guy she goes on a date with, yeah. every guy she represents. Yeah. Like, and most of that I find particularly interesting, like her dating life and having to deal with men. Like that's very real and yeah. 100%. But like, and, but what you lose me is when you do a speech like that where like, yeah, women, pro- they definitely go through stuff. And that I don't understand and that Bruce isn't going to understand. But for you, like she's sitting there being like, I control my anger way more than you because I am a woman. And he has spent his entire life being hunted by the government and not being able to have a family and having to live in Brazil and like, like watch people that he loves die and like all that stuff. And she's like, I get catcalled. So I'm better at being Hulk than you. That's where I'm like, Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's where you lose me. Yeah. And and even in the context of the episode, and someone can tell me I'm wrong and I'm fine having this conversation. I, I know this point you brought up, yeah. She, We've argued about this. She before. says, you know, she gets catcalled and like whatever. And she can control her anger, but then right. she does get Later, catcalled. Later she gets catcalled in that episode, doesn't control her anger, almost kills a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bruce has to stop her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, um... Even so, let's let's take all the political stuff out of it, which is basically the entire point of the movie. It's a lot of it. Um, I even past that, I don't find it particularly funny or interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the entire time in Barbie Land, before we even get to like the political stuff where she goes to the real world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just like, like it's definitely over the top, and I totally understand why people would find that entertaining. I just particularly didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then back to just like. Nah, I guess I'll skip that. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll talk about it on the Patreon. Maybe, maybe. Um, I will tell you the the moment that this movie hooked me. Because mm-hmm. you're going to find this interesting. Okay. I was not extremely invested in the opening. I wasn't extremely... You ever think about dying? 
Like I, that doesn't like I was like, where are we going with this? Whatever. Mm. Like I'm yeah, I love looking at beautiful people dressed beautifully and looking beautiful. I mean, holy shit, Ryan Gosling is so hot. Dude, Simu Lu is so hot. Like these guys are the hottest guys in the world. Yeah. Right? Like, so I'm enjoying it, but like I, I don't like where are we going with this? The moment this movie hooked me. First of all, I thought that the sequence going to the real world I thought was funny. But the moment this movie hooked me is Oh my gosh, I don't I'm not remembering his name. Oh, this is terrible. He's in sex education. I absolutely love him. This by the way, this movie is sex education, the movie. Everybody from this movie is in sex education except Asa Butterfield. It's the only sex education alum that's not in this movie. But he's in the cubicle. Gets the call from the FBI and immediately shot cubicle from like high up and it's just everybody's gray and hates their life and he's like, "Hey, and 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 he's like, "You got Barbie loose." And he's like, Oh shit, we had a skipper problem from a couple years ago. And then he's like, I gotta go all the way up. And they pre- and the button says all the way up. And then he goes to Will Farrell. And Will Farrell's like, gosh, darn it. Like, and I was like, all right, you've got me. Like, this is just ridiculous. You yeah. are not taking anything about yeah, this seriously. No. So then it's like the same thing. It's like, you know how it's like this movie, like how you like are are upset because it's like the message of this movie is like just aggressively divisive and this and that but it's like it's not taking anything seriously so do you take even the stuff that upsets you seriously like from that moment i didn't take a single thing seriously that this movie had to say and i just turned my brain off and i had a great time that was it yeah uh i mean oh my god there's a sequence where where there's like, okay, this is how we're going to pull a fast one on the Kens. And they are patronizing everybody, like, in different ways. It's like, like, ask him to explain The Godfather. That's hilarious. I have explained, I have explained The Godfather a hundred times. Yeah. Because I'm a man. Like, that's such a man thing. And does that mean you're toxic? No. And, and bad? No. And- no. But, like, I don't, I don't know if that's what this movie is saying. Like, I think, I, like... I don't know, man. I, I don't know. You're talking about the villains of the movie. Yeah, but like, is it that serious? You, you know, it becomes that serious when the, the the point of the movie is to talk about real world things in that way. It wasn't if 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 you take the real world stuff out of the movie and it's just ridiculous. It's fun, but that's not the point of the movie. Again, this might be because I'm in a little bubble, and I don't understand things. I can't think of any woman that has had a major role in my life that will like this movie either. Yeah. Um, and maybe that means they're brainwashed because that's what the movie suggests yeah. is, <laughs> but um, like the, the mansplaining scenes yeah. and, and, and the, you know, making fun of men for playing the guitar for their yeah, girl. That was funny. I, I just, I think that like, Okay. No, yeah, I like no, no, no. You can keep talking. I don't want to. Cut I, you I off. think like the entire movie is painting, obviously demonizing one group and making one group look like the evil bad guy the entire time. Yeah. Um, and we're old enough to either understand that or yeah. laugh at it. Mm-hmm. I think, like for little girls, telling them that the reason men is men are doing this or men are wanting to explain a movie to you. Uh, or, or or play the guitar for you. The only reason they are gonna want to do that is because they're manipulating manipulating you and are in control of everything and and wanting to be toxic. Mm-hmm. There's no other possible reason mm-hmm. is what this movie seems to suggest. I think that is more damaging than it is helpful. Yeah. And maybe I'm fragile male that doesn't understand anything. But if I if there was something that was specific to my experience, if there was something that I have gone through and that I understand that not everyone in the world understands. And mm-hmm. someone makes a movie about it and they do it like this. And again, for a lack of a better term, they do it this obnoxiously. I would come out of the movie and be like, I am so sorry. That is not how I wanted to explain to you. That is not how I would want. If there was someone that made me feel a certain way, like I, I would, I would be embarrassed by this movie. If it was explaining something that I have gone through or my experience. But again, this is my point of view. I respect and love anyone who loves this movie. I respect and love anyone who has a disagreement about the themes and politics of this movie. 
Um, I am always willing to learn, love, and understand more than I am now. But as far as I see it, this movie is more damaging and divisive than it is helpful, funny, or or good for anyone. I just thought it was fun schlock. All right, on to Oppenheimer? Yeah. Big, big old turn. Yeah, we haven't talked about this. We Typically, we film shortly after we see movies, but we decided to film these reviews together, so we haven't talked about this movie. I roughly know that you like it, I think. Mm-hmm. You roughly know that I like it. We don't know no. in what capacity, and I haven't been able to talk about this movie critically. I've just been saying the same thing over and over on my lives and to my family members and everything, so I'm very excited to talk about this movie with somebody whose opinion I very much respect. Thank you. I appreciate it. So let's hear it. Oppenheimer out of 10? Oppenheimer review. Here we go. Three, two, one. 8.5. Yeah. 8.5, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this movie is not better than Spider-Verse. Yep. No, it's not. No, it's not even close. Sorry, America. Not even close. Yeah, we we got a, we kind of went viral and kind of got... Yep, sorry. Oppenheimer, it's nowhere near Spider-Verse. Nope, not in the ballpark. It is a clear point. Now, I will also say something. Robert Downey Jr. came out and said that this was the best film he's ever been a part of. Nope. Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War are, are both better. And Avengers 1 is also probably better. Winter Soldier? He's not in Winter Soldier, my oh, dear. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Yes. So, there you go. Yeah. This movie is great. It's great. But it is eight hours long. It's so long. It is too long. It is just too long. I was an hour into it and I thought to myself, this movie looks great. There's a five out of ten. The first hour is tedious. There's no reason that the first hour is an hour. It should be What about the last hour after they've made the bomb? The ending is the best part of the movie. I I was so excited to talk about the ending with you. I'm furious to hear that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying after the bomb, the amount of of hearings and everything, I feel like that could have been shorter. But I think the worst hearings are at the start. I think that's why it feels tedious. I think the stuff at the end is the stuff that matters. It just feels it just really tedious. really for me after. It drags because you've been seeing it for like three hours at that point. But if you cut all of the hearings of the first hour and you make the first hour 20 minutes, the, t- the hearings that actually matter at the end would be way better. I'm telling you. Golly, the hearings really bogged down this movie because... Everything else is spectacular, and the ending is probably the best ending I've ever seen. The last sentence that is said is so brilliant. Was it Einstein? Yeah, that conversation is one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen in my life. Didn't blow me away like that. Oh, it blew me away. Everybody I've talked to about it blew. It blew them away as well. No. So, so it's, yeah, it's talk a, about it's your a, problems. I'll talk about my... Would, well, let's talk about... I'm going to talk about some positives because uh, I don't have a lot of negatives other than the fact that like there was nothing in the movie specifically that just like blew me away mm-hmm. or was like super mega interesting uh, in a sense that like I just personally enjoyed it on a whole other level. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was just too long. Uh, but the positives, I mean... You're just intrigued the whole time with the mm-hmm. acting mm-hmm. and the storyline and the writing mm-hmm. and the way it's going back and forth between different storylines. Like, it's just a well-made movie. Yes. Right? If you want a cheap action movie, go watch Rise of the Beast or whatever the frick. Yeah. If you want, like, a cinematic, like, this is a good movie. This is what you're looking for. Yes. It was really fun. It's so good. It's like crazy. And it's like every scene. Oh, A-list actor. Yeah. Didn't know he was in the movie. Oh, he won an Oscar two years ago. Oh, he won an Oscar four years ago. Oh, he won an Oscar three years ago. Every scene. Every scene. I can't wait to talk about spoilers. This Every scene is an A-list, A-list, A-lister. It's crazy. Matt Damon continues to make me like Floor him. For you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said more, that more. after we saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Matt Damon's a man. And Robert Downey Jr., I don't know if this is true, but like an interview before the movie, he was like, yeah, I wasn't sure if I could still act after the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can. No, he's great. <laughs> he's a shoo-in for the Oscar. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is a shoo-in for Best Supporting, and I think Killian is a shoo-in for Best Actor. I would be shocked if either of them didn't win. Now, we haven't seen all the performances. It's just July, but I'd be shocked, right? Maybe. I mean, they're definitely in contention. 
I, I don't know all the movies. Killian is it's a very reserved performance, but it's so powerful. Every every single and there's no breakdown scene. There's no, I've abandoned my child. There's nothing like, but you don't need it. It's yeah. the, so this is something I wanted to talk to you about. This movie, I think is very similar in some ways to Ford V Ferrari. And I think Ford V Ferrari does it better. Do you like Ford V Ferrari as a movie better? Yes. Me too. But I think it's like very, you know, they're assembling a team. It's Matt Damon. We're doing this. We're putting that was my together. favorite part of the movie was like when they were actually working on the bomb. I wish I liked it more because it's like Ford v Ferrari, but I don't know what it is. But it's just not. It's not as um. They keep going away from it. Like yes. you would get it for like thirty seconds. And now we're at another hearing, and then we're at a hearing, or we're at. You know him, talk, you know going to see that girl or going to see that general or whatever yeah. it is, and it's like, oh, we were just getting started on yes. this team and these yes. smart people and building this city and creating this bomb. Uh, yeah, so I think we, if we gotten a little bit more of that, it, I would have that would have intrigued me a little bit more. Yes, but um, um, for me, I don't know if you know where this ranks for Nolan's for you. That's exactly what I was about to. Dude, you read my mind. That was crazy. It's my fifth favorite Nolan. I it's Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Inception, mm-hmm. Batman Begins, mm-hmm. Tenet, mm-hmm. and this. I haven't seen an Interstellar because Inter- Timothy Chalamet. Interstellar is so clearly better than this. Okay, um, so yeah, I have. I have the only Nolan that I have seen that I have below this is Tenet. I don't like Tenet as much as you, um, but I have. Yeah, I love Tenet, I but Bat- I know that's unpopular. I have Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Interstellar, Inception, all pretty clearly above this movie. But you don't like Rises. Yeah, I might have Rise beneath it. But again, I haven't seen any of the Nolan Batman movies in probably 15 years or yeah. whatever it is. Um, but it's a good movie. It's just, it's yeah. so tedious at times. Where are you, okay, so for of the year. It's not as good as, let's just say the things that are better than it. Spider-Verse. Yes. Talk to me. Yes. That's kind of it for me, clearly. Okay, clearly for me, Mission Impossible and Guardians. Oh, Air. Air is clearly better. I've got to watch Air. Air is clearly better. Air is this movie, but fun and not tedious. Okay. Exactly. You know what's going to happen. You know the history. You get it. But it's just awesome watching it play out. There's amazing acting. There's amazing set pieces. The dialogue is fun and snappy. Air is this movie, but fun. You're going to adore it. Yeah, I'll probably really, really like it. You'll probably love it. Uh, So it's right in there with like past lives... Like, you know, probably like the four or five position of the year. Everybody that says this is a masterpiece of this or that, the best movie ever or whatever, whatever. We have a friend. We'll call him Josh. And what did Josh say to you? He He, he texted me in a group chat and said, Oppenheimer is one of the best movies to be created in the last hundred years. What a ridiculous, hilarious statement. Because he's technically right. I mean. But like, what a hyperbole. Like to say. Yeah, it's pretty hyperbolic. Like, yeah, it is one of the best. It's one of the thousand best movies to come out in the last hundred years. Yeah, maybe. It's probably, it's one of the top 400 movies to come out in the last hundred years, probably. Maybe. It's definitely not top hundred. But, yeah, no, it's not top hundred. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, just, if if that's if you want another Nolan, you're getting another Nolan, you're just getting a long one. So buckle up and get it's ready for that. It's brutal. It's three hours. It feels like five. Ford v. Ferrari is three hours. It feels like one. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes. Like, like that's just the issue. I keep comparing it to Ford v. Ferrari. Maybe that's unfair. But, like, that's what the trailer sold me. Yeah. Because it was, like, serious Ford v. Ferrari. And that's not what it is. Yeah. Oppenheimer, the title is great. The title is great because it's based on American Prometheus and American Prometheus would not be a good title for this movie. Yeah, no, it's great. It's really fun. Can we talk about spoilers? Okay. Spoilers. Three, two, one. We are now in spoiler talk. You don't adore the ending? I just don't even remember what exactly he said because you're waiting. The, you're waiting the entire movie for to, to hear this conversation that he had with Einstein. Yes, and then we hear it, and I was like, "Okay, no." Explain it to me. Okay, so he meets Oppenheimer at the start of the movie, mm-hmm. and he says, "Does this equation mean we're going to end the world?" And he's like, "I don't know. That's for you to figure out." And then the very next scene, you figure out they're not going to end the world, or there's a very low chance. Yes, and the whole movie, you want to know this. So, for me, 
Strauss, Robert Downey Jr. being the antagonist, the bad guy, was a twist for me. I did not know the history. Yeah. I went into this movie only knowing J. Robert Oppenheimer, head of the Manhattan Project, legendary physicist. Like, yeah. that's all I knew. I didn't know he was going to be disgraced. I didn't know any of this. Right? All I knew was that. And so I did not know that Strauss would be a good guy, a bad guy, whatever. I didn't even know why we started with Robert Downey Jr. But his twist for me that he was the guy that defamed Oppenheimer. Yeah. That was a twist for me. So then it sets the tone that the the way the movie tells it, I don't know if this is how it was in history, but the reason Strauss didn't like him, the way the movie tells it, they show you the 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 court where he embarrasses him with the isotope scene, but really it's the Einstein conversation is the first moment where he's like, I don't like this guy. Yep. So that's like the precipice of the movie and Strauss making it about him. So the whole time you're waiting for it to be about him until Han Solo says to him, maybe it's not about you. I did really like that line. Which Han Solo is one of my best, the best parts of this movie, by the way. Dude, the Rami Malek courthouse scene was the best scene in the movie. I was so happy. I was so happy. I wanted it to keep going. I wish it was longer, but that was amazing. Um... Uh, 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 <laughs> I was trying the crowd going, whoa, the whole time was and, awesome. And Strauss being like, oh no. It was so good. Anyway, um, uh, but so the whole time, right? And then you end the movie. You see the happy ending. You see him get the Nobel Prize. You see him be awarded by the president. And he's old and everybody's shaking his hand and, and you get a resolution for everything. But the whole time, the question that the president has, by the way, Gary Oldman. That's f***ing crazy. I did not know he was in that movie. It blew my mind. Anyway, um, it, like like the whole time, everybody's like asking, and they're asking this constantly in the, the, the hearings, is where did it change? Because half the movie, he's super pumped about this bomb. And he's just happy to be making it. And I wish we dropped it on the Nazis. And that's when you start seeing him have the guilt. But then the rest of the movie, he has the guilt. And it sucks, and he's really unhappy about it. And he's, I am death, the destroyer of worlds. So we see that happen. We see his change happen. But we don't get why. We don't really, like, obviously you understand because the guilt and this and that, like, that makes sense. But having the Einstein conversation where he says, do you remember when I brought you that equation that said, can we destroy the world? He's like, yeah, but you didn't. He goes, we did. And that's how he lived for the rest of his life. For the rest of his life. And that influences every single scene that takes place post-bomb for the whole movie. Every single scene, it's, it's, it's he, this guy is under crippling, crippling guilt that he thinks he has destroyed the world. Oh my freaking gosh. I thought it was so brilliant. I like it took my breath away. You remember that equation? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but you did it. I think we did. It wasn't about Strauss at all, actually. Exactly. Hey, they, oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That blew my freaking mind. And that's not a real conversation. That didn't happen. Yeah. So just brilliant. I am just happy with this year. It's a great. Except for Barbie. I, yeah, for you. I loved Barbie. I will say, I'd probably take it down a pick. Maybe I think it's an 8 out of 10. But again, I, I just really enjoyed it. I, I just had a good time, man. I think that's really disrespectful to like Guardians to say that's better. I definitely liked it better than Guardians. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a very divisive movie yeah, yeah, for yeah. a lot of reasons. The politics, one, but also yeah, yeah. it's just like some people are just not going to get that humor or enjoy no, that. of course, and, of course, and, of course. Yeah, so. But you know, I, I, I'm hat guy. I know that I like things that a lot of people don't like. This doesn't surprise me at this point. No, I, I think a lot of people are going to love Barbie. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it's going to do very, very well. It's going to make a lot of money. Our theater was packed and everybody yeah. was dressed up. Yeah. You were the only one not wearing pink. No, I wasn't wearing like a pink shirt. I was wearing my Spider-Man hoodie. Yeah, I was Bubba. wearing pink shorts. I was wearing these pink shorts. But yeah. So, uh, good movie, good movie, good movie, bad movie. Yeah, don't watch it in the same day. If you want to watch them both, do not watch them both in the same day. I highly recommend against Barbenheimer. 
but yeah, as always, let us know what you think about both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening to me and understanding. Mm-hmm. And um, we appreciate if you are not mean to him. <laughs> yeah, we came at, like we came out of it, and I was talking to you about how much I didn't like it and why and everything. We're like, can we talk about this movie without getting absolutely canceled and destroyed? Mm-hmm. And, and you didn't know how much I liked it. No. So I was like, I'm worried. Maybe, you know, maybe we have, maybe we haven't. Maybe we destroyed ourselves, maybe. But you didn't destroy yourselves. Maybe we did. <laughs> but we love y'all. That's brilliant. <laughs> All right, that was our Barbenheimer review. There we go. Very bleak and very fun. Or they're both bad. Or they're both great. Or one is great and one, one is, is a little but... underwhelming. Bam, bam, bam. It's a big mystery to us because we didn't, we haven't filmed it yet, but they're all watching us being like, you just talked about it for half an hour. Yes. No, like we are like weeks out from seeing these movies too. The, well, you're going to see I'm Oppenheimer in like three in days because yeah. you're way more famous than The me. power of editing. Amazing. We're going to do a hot seat because I just want to always learn more about you. You want to go first or shall I? You. So I'm asking you questions. Yes. No problem. How long are we doing this Let's for? Do like a solid four. We'll do four minutes. Let's do it. Here we go. I open the calculator app every time. Every time. What is up with that? I do it too. It's. Just, Can our brain not learn the difference? It's right next to it. It, it's it looks like it should be. It could be either timer. or. Yep. All right. Let's do it. It's all numbers. You ready? I am so ready. Let's do it. You're not supposed to button a suit when you're sitting down. See, but I don't care about the rules. All right. Three, two. What are your honest thoughts? Everybody saw our reaction. What are your honest thoughts of the new Wonka trailer? I was underwhelmed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It looked fine, but like yeah. it's, I, I got to the end of it. I was like, I don't want to watch this any more than I did before the trailer. Yeah. If anything, I'm less enthused. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It just didn't seem like a, yeah. What are your favorite arc that a character goes on in the MCU? Just single favorite. You have to give me one. Oh, single? Yep. Yeah, Rocket up there. Obviously, Iron Man's up there. You could throw in Cap. I don't think it's as good as those Thor's two. Thor's also good. Thor's is really good. I'm just going to go Iron Man. It's just the classic. If you see him in Endgame and him in the first Iron Man, it's cool looking at the difference and the similarities. Yeah, it's amazing. And he's the guy in the MCU. He is the guy. Um, uh, what is your opinion on the name Jorge? I feel like if I didn't like it, I'd be racist. I don't think so. I love it. I like the name as well, but it is my father's name, so I have a certain disdain for it. Mm. What do you think? Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yes, just letting them know. Uh, what do you think is Jack's Jack Black's best role? You're gonna go Kung Fu Panda. I can't can't not pick Poe. Okay. Do yeah. you have a second favorite? I haven't seen School of Rock. Oh, he's great in School of Rock. He's in Jumanji. I think he's so funny as the girl in Jumanji. Yeah, that is really funny. I he, can't like he kills that deal with this. Yeah. Like hilarious. Ooh. <laughs> when he's peeing. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. He's very funny. Yeah. Jack Black's the man. Um if we were to trade if we were to trade um, spots mm-hmm. on the set, what do you think from your side of the set you would stare at the most? Because I know what I stare at the most, and I'm sure you have something that you stare at the most with my background. So what's the thing that you would stare at the most on your background? Dumbledore's kind of I love. I probably would look here a lot. Yeah. Hot dog fingers are interesting. Yep. But this is bright over here. You know yes, I mean? it is. Ryuk's kind of creepy. I might go him. Ryuk. Ryuk, yeah. not Ryuk. There you go. Yeah, no, it's not What's Ryuk. What's yours? It's Ryuk. Uh, the thing I do stare at the most is the Spider-Man bobblehead right in front of Miss Minutes. Oh, right there. Yeah, I stare at that all the time. Because it's like right there. Why don't you just look at me? I do look at you. I look at you 90% of the time. What's the thing you stare at the most on my side of the set? The, the horse head above you yeah. is a lot. Uh, and Nightcrawler, I think. The I look at scroll. the Man of Steel as well. Yeah, the Man of Steel is a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, who 
if you had to pick one character in the MCU to cross over to the Transformers universe, who would it be? Korg. Why? I don't know. I feel like him interacting with Optimus Prime would be peak. They need good comedy in those movies. They don't have any. The, the last one was not funny in the slightest. Hello, I'm made of rocks. You're made of metal. Whatever. And have a whole conversation. It works. Yeah. Thank God you're not made of scissors. Yeah. Uh, he's so good. What do you think of Taika Waititi as an actor? Obviously, we have our thoughts of as him of as a director. I've only seen him in Free Guy and as Korg. He's also IG-11 from Mandalorian. Yeah, he's fine. He plays that kind of role well where it's like a side character that's comedic, you know? Yep. He's got that comedy down. But he's got a good arc in Mando Season 1. Yeah. Or I'll do one last question. Yep. Why do we always confuse the calculator app and the timing app? You and me specifically, or humanity in Just general? Just humanity. I think that's a common denominator. It's because uh, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve sinned, and we all have fallen. It's original sin. It's yep. kind of an original sin type beat. Yeah, gotcha. we're not perfect, and we have makes to, sense. We have to deal with living in a fallen world constantly, and one of the examples of that is the inability to choose between the calculator and the clock, the app. clock app. I'm telling you, every time I want to do a calculator I open up the clock app it's crazy does it make you feel like you have a lower IQ than you probably actually do yeah it makes me feel like an idiot every yeah, single yeah. time how are we doing hey Matt Hi. <laughs> you're interrupting you're Sorry. very rudely give me a hot seat question to ask him um how hot is this seat right now it's pretty hot pretty hot yeah okay. spicy. is this rolling it's rolling thank you well, he always is checking that one. All right, you get four minutes now. Yeah, all right. You ready? What do you need? Uh, I was just, I was just looking for stuff, but I will figure out what okay. stuff later. All right, all right, we're almost done. Okay. Four minutes. Yep, let's do it. On the calculator. Let's do it. Yep. Oh wait. Sorry. You have questions on your computer? Yeah, I wrote some. Down. How slightly unprofesh? Or slightly profesh? Look, my phone is used to record. All right, you have the luxury of not doing that. But my phone is a vital part of this show i have to respond to texts so is my laptop here we go ready hit it yep three two one if you could make me wear anything in the world what would it be you look real good in a white pair of shoes so i would keep you in the white pair of shoes i'd get you a pair of joggers nice sweatpants instead of your terrible ill-fitting jeans you can make me wear anything and that's what you're going with I'm not trying to make you style me correctly. I'm letting I'm you. I'm going to make you style. I'm going to style you correctly right. because you're a dear friend of mine and a great business partner, and I want to help you out. Okay. There you go. And you've already seen me in Slave Leia, so I can't go any worse than that. That's true. Is Margot Robbie mid? How crazy is that, right? I've seen that. Crazy, man. Like, the guys that are saying that, by the way, are the most ugly men yeah. of all time. Yeah, obviously not. I don't think she's the most beautiful woman in the world, but like she's not mid. mid. That's like crazy. She's she's one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. Am I mid? A little bit, yeah. You might be a little bit below mid. If you put on a nice pair of joggers, you might be a With little bit white higher shoes. than mid. Uh, what's the last movie you watched? La La Land. That's what I thought. Uh, what's the who is the best action? Oh, no hard feelings. Oh, you watched No Hard Feelings? Yeah, 6 out of 10. It was super fun. I thought you'd give it a 7. Sure. Uh, I'll change it. Like, it was super fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, th I thought it would tickle your funny bone. It was very funny. Is that a phrase? The naked scene was hysterical. I could not believe she did that. Oh, you know. She's she body problems. slammed a dude fully naked. Yeah, it was hilarious. Anyways, um, what's the best action star actor ever? Tom Cruise. Yes, correct. Uh, what's your favorite dessert ever? Like a good cookies and cream ice cream. But you know me, I freeze my Oreo thins. Do you, do you prefer ice cream over the milkshake? Probably not. Probably prefer a milkshake. That's what I was thinking. But a milkshake isn't really dessert to me. That's typically like the first thing I have in my meal. Yeah, but it's a milkshake, brother. Yeah. All right, so I'll go with cookies and cream milkshake. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Last thing someone did that made you happy. 
we crushed that episode yesterday. Yeah. The last episode you guys have seen, it's one of my favorites we've ever done. And yeah. so like... Because we had taken like a two-week we hiatus. We took a two-week break, so we were like extra prepared and we were extra like in the mood to film. And it just, I think it turned out to be a really good one of our best episodes. And we did a Patreon episode and we killed that meeting this morning. We've been killed that meeting this morning. That was awesome. We covered a lot of stuff. Uh, what's something you think you should be doing or doing better that you aren't? Not necessarily with the pod, just in life, but it could be with the pod. It's going to be something with the pod. I figured it would be. <laughs> um, I'm still learning, man. There's so much I'm learning. I like I go on these TikTok lives. I don't know what the hell I'm being donated. I don't know how much a donation is. I don't know what I should do with them. I don't know if I should thank them, everything. So I'm still learning a lot of stuff. I just need to get better. I just need to learn more. What's something you think... I could be doing or doing better that I'm not. Could be podcast related, could be otherwise. If we were talking strictly business, you would focus a lot more on person. Uh, you would focus a lot less on personal things. That, but that's like strictly business. I can't imagine you could do that and keep up what you're doing with the podcast or your own stuff because it would be terrible for your mental health. So like, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that, but strictly business wise, two days ago before your dad flew in, you were just hanging out with somebody super casually like the whole day and like, I would never do that ever, but like you would kill yourself if you didn't have those days. So you need to have them. But I think I've eliminated most of those days. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I think you're crushing it. You do need to be working on your own shit though, because the well, fellow stuff, the yeah, because stuff. you haven't posted in five days, mm -hmm. which is a problem. Mega pro. I haven't posted on Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube in multiple days, That's which I don't think has ever happened in the which also, two years. Also like we, we just filmed a bunch of stuff in the backyard that you didn't post. You could just post that stuff. Yeah, I have. I have. And the editor got me everything from upstairs, the trick shot. And, oh, my gosh. You have everything a then. A bunch of Star So then Wars. you have no excuse. No. Well, I just have to, yeah, schedule yeah. it out and post just it. Just actually post yeah. it. Um, would you trust, trust me with that? Yeah. But I would never let you. You would never do it. I don't think I would let you do it because you've got enough going on. What do you mean? I only do the podcast now, and you always say I do a great job with the podcast TikTok. Yeah, but I we we've talked about like I would never want you to be like my social media manager on the. I could I, I could run the TikTok, and I could I would post every day. You know that I would post every day. Well, this is something interesting that might be coming from this episode. That's how our business conversations go. It's very argumentative. It's like, <laughs> dude, f you, shut up. All right, this is the last last question. Um, if you have two, then you can do two. Oh yeah, we'll see. Uh... Do you think you are more of a romantic than me? No, not even close. <laughs> That's exactly not what even close. No, you're like such a romantic. Yeah, I'm just a little gay. You're looking a little gay right now. That's what I'm saying. It's cute though. Thank you. That was fun. Do you think gay guys are into you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think? Oh, do we tell that story? I don't want to tell that story. We have a gay story. I sent you a screenshot. A ooh, 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 that ooh. was one of the funniest things ever. I think we we'll tell it on the Patreon. All right, we'll tell it on the Patreon. Um, no, do you think I pull more gay guys or you pull more gay guys? You pull more gay guys, but you're more famous than me. That's true. How many gay guys did you pull your entire life before you did content? Like a few, like a couple. I've definitely more than ten, but I did go to theater camp. I did a lot of theater too. And though. I did a lot of theater. That's where mine was. The one that I, the couple that I'm thinking of. Yeah, all of mine were from theater, but like I had a lot of gay guys hitting on me. By the way, I was a obnoxious 12-year-old, so I was like feeding into it. It's like, "Oh, you think I'm hot?" You're Yeah. You're so much. That I know. No, it was obnoxious. The, it was doesn't surprise me in the slides. I think I think if I was I think I would have really like been depressed if I knew you in middle school. I think I would have not wanted to be around you. Oh, I'm sure. But you got to consider, like, it's the funniest thing in the world. I, I can't remember who said this, but I think it was something on Twitter. But, like, future you was talking so much about current you. And it's, like, always, always true. I mean, how much, how much do you loathe yourself five years ago? I couldn't stand myself five years ago. Yeah. Like, from where I am now, oh, my gosh, was I obnoxious. You were more obnoxious? Yeah. How did you survive? You should have seen me my senior year when like our song did really, really well and I was big man on campus and I was signing t-shirts for my teachers. I 
I would you you moved. don't you don't you, you don't want to even like think about it. Uh, so the Oppenheimer premiere is today, the day we're filming this, in the UK, and it actually happened earlier than it was supposed to. And they left. What? The actors left. Did they? Yes. Because of the thing? Yes. Okay, so let's talk about it. You didn't hear about that? No. Well, they moved the Oppenheimer premiere up, up. to try and get it done. They still didn't go. Wow. So SAG just went on strike. It is the first time in 60 years, I think, that the writers and the actors guild or whatever are both on strike. And the Oppenheimer cast has left the UK premiere to join the SAG after a strike. That was one hour ago. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not an expert on all this, but from what I'm hearing, like actors will not be allowed to attend any events like this. They're not allowed to promote any of their movies. They're not allowed to film. Yes. So, like, all that Barbie marketing, about to dry up. No premieres are going to have their actors. I'm going to Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con next week. No one's going to be there. I, we talked about this earlier. I feel terrible for the people that are, like, from the UK yeah. that have had, like, a trip to San Diego Comic-Con booked for, like, a year. Yep. That it's like, what the hell are you going to do now? Disney's not there. Nobody's there. Netflix isn't there. No, of course not. Now no actors are going to go. I mean, I, I know actors are allowed to go, but I'm assuming that a ton are going to pull out. So, obviously, our job is talking about movies and TV shows. We're not going on strike. You still get episodes every so, week. So, just like last week, look forward to more re-reviews. Because <laughs> yeah, we'll be- we're not going to be talking about nothing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very interested to see what this is going to do to the industry. And I'll be happy to explore with my podcast co-host. Um I've I've seen some, you know, a bunch of people talking about it. Bob Iger came out and said something about it. I did want to speak on the Bob Iger thing. Okay. Um, Bob Iger said that he's not in touch, that Disney isn't in touch with their audience. I think that's a really smart, true thing to say. I'd like to offer some words of advice to Mr. Iger, if I could speak to Mr. Iger uh, alone here. Um, Why don't you just call him? Well, he's a dear friend. I don't want to bother him. Okay. But I'll talk to him. But he obviously watches all of our TikToks, so he'll see. Obviously, him and James Gunn are our two biggest fans. You don't don't think Kevin's up there? No, we I on his product projects too much. I think I think the world of Bob Iger, and I think he's a genius. So, Mr. Iger, so is Mr. Feige. Mr. Feige is a genius. I just want to speak to Mr. Iger directly here and say, uh, you own ESPN, Um, and ESPN is the worldwide leader in sports for a reason. They are very, very in touch with the sports world. And a big part of that is because they offer criticism a lot. They criticize their best athletes. They criticize their most famous athletes, everything. I mean, every every episode of First Take back in the day was Steve, uh, Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless just crapping on LeBron James. Uh, and that's a lot of sports media. And you own the leader in sports media. Um, ESPN's in touch. Mr. Iger, if you'd like to be more in touch, then I would recommend giving more opportunities and more um, chances to people with platforms that do criticize your stuff. Because, like, look, you know, we know we're never going to get invited to premieres. I especially know this because I am not very kind to things I do not like. But I feel that we have to hold uh, everybody to a higher standard. Elemental obviously didn't make nearly as much as Disney or Pixar would have liked, but uh, it did grow legs because it was a very good movie. And part of the reason why it didn't make any money to start out was because of the terrible, disastrous marketing. Yep. Because like you said, like you said, you are not in touch. So, Mr. Iger, a good way to be more in touch is to maybe get on the phone and get in touch with more people such as ourselves who are open to criticize you. And not just invite a bunch of influencers that do not. But so it, influencers I, really have nothing to do with anything, though, that you do, Mr. Iger. So how, how much did Elemental end up making? It's made $260 million. You think we attributed like $60 million to that? Yeah, easily. 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 That's a conservative estimate. Easily. We raved about Elemental. Yeah. Because it's great. It is really good. But you know what's not great? Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And that's the reason that Guardians 3 didn't make a billion dollars. Because it should have. Because it was very good. Spider-Verse has made a lot, too. Spider-Verse has made a lot. Good for that. 
Good, just saying. Good rant. Maybe we could be your first take, Mr. Iger. Imagine. Just saying. Imagine. That'd be crazy. Just saying. Would you? Yes. But what if they said that we are not allowed to talk about anything that's not a Disney property? Yes, because we could still have a podcast. Stephen A. Smith has his show First Take, and he talks about stuff on First Take, and then he has his own podcast where he talks about whatever he wants. Now, if it was in their contract to do no other thing and no, nothing else on social media, then it would be up to discussion, but How much? Disney's 90% of what we talk about anyway. Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, Pixar. But we wouldn't be able to talk about any of the James Gunn stuff in the future. Or Spider-Verse. We, we, we or Barbenheimer. Or Barbenheimer. We're doing Marvel hot takes. You excited? I'm scared. I'm excited. We haven't done Marvel hot takes since episode four, and I've got plenty. It's because I feel Are like we doing I... specifically MCU? Mine are. My three are MCU, so it's MCU hot takes. My three are MCU. You ready? Yep. I'll go Okay, first. hold on. Whoa. Oh. Do we need to go over the rules again? Yeah, basically, we're straight-faced. We say a hot take that we know will probably piss off the other person. Yes. We try not to break. First person to break, the other person gets a point. Correct. A little-known fact of this um, game that I don't think we've ever introduced because I just came up with it literally on the spot that I think actually makes the game interesting. Obviously, this will never happen because we're both stubborn and obnoxious. But let's say I were to break on your point. If I convince you that I am correct and you are wrong, I should get the point. Sure. That's never going to happen. But it's never going to happen. It's never. Literally we're never both very competitive and obnoxious and stubborn. I don't know which one of these to say first. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll go first. Okay. <clears throat> you love Guardians 3. So do I. But even if it was in Phase 4, it still would only be the fourth best Phase 4 project. Maybe fifth. It depends on if I'm liking She-Hulk or Guardian Stream more that day. You're going to tell me the five? Uh, yeah, I mean, No Way Home. That's the only one. Loki, WandaVision, and then Guardians 3 is four or five with She-Hulk. So you're putting potential, okay. So far, Secret Invasion is the best Marvel show. That's crazy. That is like the craziest thing you've said on this show. That's crazy. I could make the argument it's the worst. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is a better movie already, but um, it's also a better written movie than your favorite movie of all time, The Avengers. Man of Steel is better than Homecoming. Holy sh! What an absurd thing to say! And I, I thought about it. And I, it no, you. No. So because you're a Man of Steel hater. Yeah, that's how bad Homecoming is. Because you don't like Man of Steel because it doesn't do justice to Superman's character. Well, neither does Homecoming. But at least Man of Steel is Man of Steel is better written and has better action. You at least get some awesome fight scenes, and 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 it's a it's a Z Zack Snyder does okay. You don't know Spider Man. You are the don't you dare say that. You to are me. the worst Spider Man fan in the world. You're out, you, I am not the only person that says this. Yeah, but you you the clip with Soups where Soups says Homecoming is dog is one of our most viral clips for the reason that everybody is. Sh on you and Soups, because you guys are hilariously wrong. Homecoming, when it came out, I've said this a million times, Homecoming, when it came out, was the best Spider-Man movie we'd ever gotten. It it's the only Spider-Man movie up until that point that does five things that are essential to Spider-Man. Letting him be a loser. God, yes, he is a loser. Letting him be an intern for Tony Stark, and that be his main main plot point. He is a 15-year-old kid. He is in high school. He's also motherfucking Spider-Man! I don't understand how this is hard to understand. If I was sitting at home and I had two options to what movie I put on, I'd probably put on Man of Steel. That's awful. Congratulations on your freaking point. 
That's awful. That is literally the worst thing you've said on this show. I c- I don't I don't like Man of Steel. I don't I think-, think I think the, the the injustices they did to Superman are 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 bad. But it is a better to movie. Say that the- it's a better movie. Oh my gosh. To say that the injustices that you claim are in Homecoming, which many, many people, myself included, that actually read Spider-Man comics, something that you don't do because you're a fake fan. I have read Spider-Man comics. You've read two, and one of them was probably Civil War. I did read Civil War. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You, you, you. I also watched Civil War, where we got a good Spider-Man for about 15 minutes. Dude, and, that... then, and then that Spider-Man ceased to exist in Homecoming. Same, same Spider-Man in Homecoming. Nope. In fact, I would argue it's better. It's like it's like he forgot how to be Superman or Spider-Man. Crazy. Crazy. You You're think, telling me you, you think the injustices that are that egregious in Homecoming is more egregious than Pa Kent? No. No, that's not what I'm saying. I think the those are very bad in Man of Steel. I think they're also very bad in Homecoming. Name one thing in Homecoming that's worse than Pa Kent. I don't think there's anything that's worse. Okay. Name one thing in Spider-Man Homecoming worse than him killing General Zod. Uh, good. Man of Steel has two points that are very bad. Right? Two? What, what What in Homecoming is worse than the opening with Krypton with Russell Crowe? Nothing. That is one of the worst action sequences in any movie I've ever seen Why? in my life. It's terrible. The CGI is obnoxious and bloated. We do not care about any of these characters. Are you complaining about the CGI in Man of Steel right now? I'm complaining about the CGI in Man of Steel right now, which is not something you can complain about in Homecoming, where the CGI is spectacular. Name one bad CGI moment in Homecoming. You cannot. It looks great. His suit doesn't look great. His suit looks spectacular. You like the Homecoming suit? I can feel it. I can feel the felt. I can feel the computer-generated imagery. Ridiculous. You, you don't like... You know, freaking Tasm 2 is right there, baby. Ridiculous. I'm saying Man of Steel has the worst worsts, but, like, throughout, you can watch it. No. I watch Homecoming, and I'm just like, this is just lame the entire time. This conversation is the exact same feeling I get when I watch Man of Steel. I'm very nauseous. I'm just over it. I don't want to... I would get up and just end the do podcast like, right now. I would get do you up. Like, no, shut up. You shut do you up. Like the, do you like the action scenes in Man of Steel? No. Why not? Because they're awful. They're he, not awful. He is ki- That's the good part of that movie. No, it's not. He is killing thousands upon thousands of people. Zod is killing thousands upon thousands of people. What the f*** are you talking about? Just because- He's throwing Zod through buildings. That... Yeah, they should have had the fight somewhere else. I'm talking about the, the the showing Superman having a fight. Like, not the location of the fight. It's n- no, because it's not a good fight. Because we can't tell what the f*** is going on. Yes, you can. Because they're just throwing each other through buildings. What other... Has there ever been better Superman action? Yes! When? Any other movie. Better Superman action in Batman v Superman... Better Superman action in Justice League and the Snyder Cut. At least I can tell what's going on. And they're not killing thousands of people. Unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Again, I would get up, but I'm so nauseous I think I'm going to vomit.